You're listening to the Tiger's Den Podcast. New episodes dropping every Monday at 3.30 p.m. Central Time. Available to stream across all platforms. Also, be sure to check out Play Callers. New episodes dropping every Tuesday at 3.30 p.m. Central Time. Available to stream across all platforms. Hello and welcome to the Tiger's Den Podcast, Episode 3. Thank you for listening for another week, and we are so excited to share this action-packed episode with you. We're going to be analyzing the biggest sport in America right now. Yeah, we're talking football of all levels. High school, college, and NFL happened this weekend. We're going to be talking about the biggest news, such as Mel Tucker getting suspended for an ongoing harassment case, and some MLB news that happened in the city of the ATL today. Make sure if you love our episodes to follow the podcast so you can be the first to listen every single week. Take them away, Reese, with the Weekend Rundown. This is the Weekend Rundown. So we're going to get started with uh, high school football um, this Friday. Uh, so Prattville played uh, at home against Smith Station, and uh, as expected, Prattville won 49, or 43-9, to so that was not a very good contest. Yeah, at least Smith Station scored nine points. Like, uh, yeah, that's yeah. A, that's surprise. a W for them. Um, Hoover played Spain Park, which was actually good a game. pretty good game. 28-20, to Hoover wins at Spain Park, so... That was actually a pretty good game. Uh, Auburn went to Dothan. Yes, sir. And yes, won. Sir. Auburn went to Dothan and won. That's, that's Early. a win. That's a quality mm, yeah. win. Hey, me and Max were at that game. Yeah. Uh, I forgot know. to introduce. Um, I'm joined by my co-hosts, Max Mesman and Reese King. Yeah, I'm obviously here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we me went and to Max were at that game. It was completely yeah. insane. It, yeah. it was just so fun. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good win. Uh, a lot of defense in that game, but Auburn was able to come out on top, so. Yeah, that was ended up being a fun drive home too. Not losing. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, it would have been it would have been way worse if we if we had lost. But then Opelika played Percy Julian, and you know that game never was close. That was forty four to eight. So at least uh, Smith yeah. Station scored more points than somebody in seven A this week. <laughs> uh, now, uh, now we're gonna move to college football. Which mm. uh, first we're gonna start with Bama and Texas. Texas came into Tuscaloosa. Warned up, baby. Let's looking, go. Good game. They're good out game. for blood after last year when Alabama came into Texas and uh, beat them. And, you know, if you looked on social media, you saw a lot of the Alabama uh, fans putting horns down before the game when they didn't realize the outcome of the game. And um, number 21, Duke, continues uh, their national championship run. Um, no, nah, national championship is crazy. Beat, yeah, that's why. I didn't even know they played this weekend. They beat so. Lafette. I don't even Who? know where Lafette's from. Dude, they were favored by like 40 points. Like, <laughs> by How much did they beat them by? Did they, did they beat the spread? 35. Dang. No, they didn't beat the spread. And then, so they're not national champions. They played contenders. Ball State, which Who? I don't know why. I don't know why Georgia scored 45 points against them. It's kind of – that's not good. That Georgia might – Georgia's look, schedule is literally a cupcake from Deacon's Cupcakes and Opelika. And then, um, yeah, Ohio State scored 35 points for the second – like, th- this is the second time they haven't scored, like, over 40 points in the past two weeks. They scored, I think – I think it was 30 against Indiana. It might have been 25. It was 23. I'm pretty sure it was 23 to 23-3. To yeah. So. They scored 35 against Youngstown State, who is ranked in – I think it's in the Division Three. I think they're ranked in Division Three, like number twenty-five. And then Tennessee had struggles against Austin P, but still won. Notre Dame, uh, Sam Hartman had another good game. 
Maybe he yeah. that he could be Heisman. Could could be. Hey, was that game delayed? That Wasn't that game delayed for like two yeah. hours? Yeah, there was like so that? many games delayed yesterday. I think like ball, or yeah, I remember Virginia Tech Purdue yeah, got Purdue, delayed Virginia for like Tech. four hours. That didn't dude. come on until yeah. nine thirty at uh, last night. I think like that game didn't start till nine thirty last night. It was crazy. And then Utah escapes a win in Baylor. Oh no, I want to highlight that game. That game made me so mad. <laughs> I know Baylor got that hail mary. And then that missed pass interference call was aw- – that's the worst call I've ever seen. And then it, was, bro, it made me so mad. Appalachian know- State goes into Chapel Hill and nearly wins, but then gets like completely – the game got completely fixed at the end of the game because the dude supposedly fell down and tripped, but you can obviously see he got pushed by um, – he got pushed by the North Carolina defender, but, you know, a win's a win. Uh, yeah, for some reason, for some reason I still feel good about North Carolina. Yeah, no, Appalachian like, State, I think, is a decent team. They're, they're always yeah, like, dude, that's low-key. I, I don't feel as confident without Tez Walker, though, at North Carolina. That is true. Yeah. That is like, true. their receiving core is not it right now. And then, I'm just going to be so for real. Washington State upset number 19, Wisconsin. Who, yes, sir. Today, today Washington Yo. State got ranked 18th in the nation. So, now they are. 18th? Uh, they're in. No, oh, wait, no. It's like, yeah, never mind. It's 22. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I was about to say. I was about to say. For a second, I was like, I saw Oklahoma's, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah. Oklahoma. It's twenty three. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. And then Ole Miss came into a hostile environment in Tulane, which was a good game for a little bit, but then the fourth quarter just turned deadly. Yeah, and pulled away. Dion Sanders. Jackson Dart is too good. Dion Sanders yeah. gets his first win at Colorado, Ooh. which next week they already announced Colorado's going to have game day. With Colorado State, and y'all I wanted to interrupt that, my week, my first episode segment about Colorado. Now y'all, are, yeah, it's y'all over. Are it's it's all over. Oh, hey, yeah. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. That actually kind of upsets me though. That next week is gonna be game day, only because I think they're gonna absolutely like wipe the floor. With yeah, dude, Colorado there's so State. many better games for Colorado. I know they year. play at Oregon the next like, weekend. I predicted them to go to Tennessee versus. Versus Florida at the Swamp, because I feel like the Swamp is going to make that close. Yeah, yeah, because or they Georgia, have – South Carolina would have been a good one, too. Not really, no. Yeah. They're going to they're gonna. Yes, Max, Georgia sucks. Carter <laughs> is terrible. <laughs> okay. He literally – it took them two quarters to get, like, seven points against Ball State. That's – hey. It's between the he- it's between it the took heads, Auburn so four quarters to get fourteen against Cal. Like that's just yeah. It's just because Cal had a decent defense. I'm kidding. All I'm saying is that Colorado Oregon that's going to be a must watch game. I'm gonna. Yes. Be, I'm so excited. I thought they that. played game day. Better go to Colorado again. That's what I'm. No, saying. it's in Oregon. It's in. Well, it's at Oregon, but still, it could be that game. I thought it was. No, I thought they played week five. I thought Colorado played USC next or the next week. No, they play USC week five at at. They play at they play at USC. Oregon and USC back to back like two weeks in a row. Yeah. yeah, they play at Oregon and then at home against USC. So they'll lose. Which if they beat Oregon, I I would have them favored against. Dude, USC. they have a chance to actually like they'll go lose. Far. I if think they, they win out. Actually, dead. no wait. I think they no. If they Oregon. beat if they beat Oregon, they're my favorite for the Pac-12. I don't think they're beating Oregon, but if they do, they're my favorite. No, I, I don't think, think they will beat Oregon. After what, after what I saw against Texas Tech, Oregon. If hey, Texas Tech is a good team though. Yeah, I felt like that game was going to be close, you know, because at Texas Tech, I feel like they did just like 
that was kind of like just a flop game against Wyoming. Like that's not actually who they were. Yeah. And so you know, I feel like I feel like I'm not I'm not phased by that. If you can beat if you can beat TCU, I know TCU is bad like this year, but I'm saying if you can beat TCU at TCU, then I would expect them to play at least close against Oregon. And also USC is at. I mean, I think it's going to be close, but I I just don't. I mean, no, we'll, get, we'll get to that when we when we get to that. But yeah, 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 for sure. And then A sure. and M loses on the on the road in Miami, which Miami, we were talking. Are the Canes week. back too? Are the Canes back too? Yeah, they're they're in the <laughs> rankings. They uh-huh. they got ranked twenty second, so they're they're they might be back. They might be back. I know Texas be. is back, but yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know say. about Miami yet. You got to give them at least maybe three more games. I want to check their schedule to see if they have any, like, you know. They have Florida State. I know they, they play Clemson at some point, I'm pretty sure. And then. Yeah, Clemson's not ranked anymore. And After Charleston State was closed in the first half. Oh, that was. No. Or Charleston Southern, excuse me. Yeah, no, that was ridiculous, that game. Even though they won 66 to 17, if I was a Clemson fan, I'd be, uh, I'd be worried about like, yeah. AC, or ACC play. They got Sarah. So, I think they got. Just real quick, I'm looking at Miami's schedule. Miami's going to be 5-0 and playing. North Carolina week uh week six. Who do they play? Because they got Bethune, Cookman, Temple, Loss. and at home against Georgia Tech Loss. before they play North Carolina. Georgia Tech's actually yeah. decent. Dude, Reese, no, they're not. <laughs> yes. Reese, I'm a Georgia Tech fan, but even I know. You're not a Georgia I mean, Tech fan. They're good. They're good for Max, you're good a fan of Georgia every Tech. single team, bro. I swear. All right, yeah. What? You're a fan of every single team. No, 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 no. It's different. It's different. It's different. But here's right, the thing. What else, what else happened? What else? Yeah, what so, else? What else? Um, yeah, you know, NFL NFL started Thursday, but today was a, there was a lot more games than Thursday, especially how the Chiefs choked on Thursday, Kadarius Tony. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no, uh, the Jaguars played the Colts. That game was actually good for a little bit until the fourth quarter. Anthony Richardson yeah. did get injured. Um, yeah, so how bad is that injury? Do, it's do we not know? bad. Uh, I looked, um, and it says that it was just a tweak, so he should be he, – he'll be limited in practice this week, but he should be able to go next week. Okay. Next week. Yeah, because he looked good. He looked better than I thought he would. Yeah, he had a rushing – I'll say that. He had a rushing TD, and I think he had two passing TDs as well. Yeah, his completion percentage was way higher than I He looked it. way better than both of the other quarterbacks that got picked higher than him. Brown mm. did okay. Bryce Young was like he showed flashes at some at sometimes, and he also looked bad at sometimes. But um, yeah, no, Bryce Young and CJ Stroud just need a little bit more work. Stroud didn't really have a problem. It was just the Texans couldn't even get in field goal range or anything, and their coach kind of like made some gambling decisions with like he would go for fourth downs instead of kicking field goals and stuff like that. Yeah, but no. What else? What else? The Browns upset the Bengals, which I didn't see that coming. Deshaun. Hey, 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 yeah, we'll get more into that a little later. <laughs> and then the Buccaneers, Baker Mayfield. Yeah, that was crazy. Baker Mayfield. That was probably the upset of this of the the Sunday, free, right yeah, there. Yeah, of the decade. And then the oh the Saints escape a win against. Yeah, the, that was that was actually a good win. Dude, I'm I not gonna like lie. Watch- Panthers next week is like a must watch. Yeah, yeah. I no, might just be saying that because I'm a Panthers fan, but I think that game is gonna be so good. Yeah, and then the- I mean, because I watched the Saints game all the way through, and me and Taylor talked about the Panthers game. I mean, the Saints we did not look good against Titans. We beat them, 
but we did not look good doing it. But the so Titans are also awesome. awful, so. Yeah. So, oh, if, Derrick Henry's If the, the Titans player. are getting five field goals, then that tells you they have no they have no offense at all. They, yeah. They just can drive the ball down in field goal range and kick field goal. But, no, the Commanders beat the Cardinals, which, I, I mean, that's kind of expected. We kind of expected that to happen, especially with Josh. That game was way closer than I thought it would be, though. Yeah, no, Cardinals, Cardinals actually played their butts. I actually thought who the Cardinals quarterback is. Yeah, no, for a little bit, I thought the Cardinals were going to win that game when they were up 16-10. I was like, oh, the Commanders might not might not win it. But then Sam Howell had that good drive at the – Dude, Sam Howell looked good in his start. He threw a pick, but yeah. he threw a pick, but I still think he looked pretty good with the inter- – or with the touchdown and the – 202 yards passing and James James Connor looked pretty good running to 14 carries 62 yards and then Curtis Samuel looked pretty good as well and then um yeah the Panthers lost to the Falcons um 24 to 10 I had to bring this up because it's just heartbreaking that I yeah Taylor Taylor did you went to the game as well right yeah I was I was in Atlanta for that game uh uh, I, I felt like the Panthers looked good. The run game looked good. I liked the Miles Sanders, Chuba Hubbard little duo that we had going on. Yeah. It was just turnovers that cost the Panthers the game. Yeah. Bryce Young had two interceptions. One of them was the receiver's fault. He didn't run the right, the right route. Um, Hayden Hurst chucked his first touchdown into the stands. They probably had to pay. No, they got the ball back. They got the fan that caught that ball. Yeah, they got the ball back. Um, but overall, I, th- I think Bryce Young showed flashes. He, he's, he was – it's just – I was there. It was a hostile environment. The Falcons fans always bring the noise. Mm-hmm. It's just a hostile environment, even for Panthers fans to go into. Uh, overall, it was a it was a good experience. Just I probably would not choose to go to Atlanta again for a football game, <laughs> especially being for the opposing the team. crowd was yeah no the crowd on I was watching on TV the crowd was definitely I've, dude it was loud I've though. never seen the Falcons crowd that packed like I've never seen it that packed before. Yeah, it was it was crazy. It was fun though. Yeah, me and uh, Noel had a good time. No, even though everybody in the division won and like we're last now, it's I still think that Saints game next week will probably be a good game to. I still think that division could literally go to any one of those teams. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I wouldn't take it too far of a stretch to say. I mean, if you had to choose a front runner, I'd say the Buccaneers. No, after beating the Vikings on the road. No, no I I think hey. the Buccaneers. That was just a. Baker Mayfield gets a win sometimes that is just lucky. I think it's going to be the Falcons, honestly. I think the Falcons are way better than people think they are. Yeah. I think- How did Bijan do? How did Bijan do? Bijan was uh, – he was all right. He had a receiving touchdown on like a mm-hmm. little RPO screen bubble. Okay. But he hit their running back duo of Tyler Algier and Bijan Robinson, it, it – I hope it works because it was it yeah, was awesome to watch. Yeah, yeah. Algier is extremely underrated. I'll just say yeah. that he had twenty four like, points. All the Falcons time. fans are like Bijan, feed Bijan, and I'm like, dude, like Tyler Algier literally has more yards. Like, yeah, like, Algier might need to be a must must uh, pick up in the free agency. No, I'm thinking next week fantasy running backs. Monday night football next week definitely will be a defense. Also, Falcons fans love some Kyle Pitts. That's the only name I've heard <laughs> in the entire game. And he had yeah. like one, what happened to one or Drake two What happened to Drake Linden, dude? He got zero. Yeah, how did he do? He had zero receptions. He had, did absolutely nothing. Zero he had one fantasy drive. points. Zero fantasy Well, Desmond Ritter didn't even play good. They would just get the ball in good field goal range and set up Young Way Koo, and the run game was insane. Yeah, no, we see this. Yeah. We see this with teams all the time. Like, if the Pan- when the Panthers kept turning it over, they would turn it over in – like Falcon, like the Falcon. yeah, like the Panthers, like their defense played so good. Like Brian Burns was an absolute menace. Derek Brown did good. 
The only thing that we had hurting for us was J.C. Horn got hurt in like the third quarter. No, Ooh. the last drive, the last drive, um, that when the Falcons went up because we were down seven points when the Falcons went up twenty-four to uh, to ten. That drive, kind of, there was a lot of. The only thing that I was worried about is the cornerbacks weren't covering. Uh, they weren't covering the receivers, so Ritter had Ritter had a lot of time to throw it on that drive. He was able to wait. So you said Horn is injured. Is he going to be back for the Saints game? I don't know. I don't know. Always, he has a hamstring injury. I don't know. It's it's kind of up in the air. I know DJ Chark should be back for the Saints game. He had a he had a hamstring problem, but did the Panthers? I don't think the Panthers have still extended Brian Burns though. They haven't. They haven't. They've been working Please. on. Dude, they need to. Yeah. They yeah. literally need to. How how long has he been with? Carolina. Four. Uh, I feel like he's been. There I think. For a while. I think he was drafted in 2019. His, bro- his okay. rookie contract's up. That's that's the reason. That- yeah. I think. I'm pretty sure it's 2019 or 2020. He got drafted. All right. Yeah. Next one. Yeah. 49ers get yeah. get the A plus for this week. Brandon, I use my fantasy Brody, receiver. For real. They get the Brock A plus. For real. They get the A plus for this week. I I will say Brock Purdy is good, but the Steelers. Uh, secondary is also absolute dog crap. Like it's yeah, so bad. Bro, did you see Christian I McCaffrey? Yeah. Did you see Christian McCaffrey spin out? He got 152 rushing yards because he spun out of that freaking like the defensive lineman couldn't get him. Yeah, oh, dude, the I, only I, good, I, I saw the T.J. Watt. Yeah, no, T.J. Watt didn't even do that good. He like <laughs> exactly. And then, no, the Steelers fans were like. I, I saw an uh, article that said Steelers fans miserable after 49ers come uh, come in. Well, I, I, I think so. Yeah, that's, I think so. Yeah, no, the 49ers defense is good as usual. Mm, yeah, the four, I, I think the 49ers are the best team in the NFL right now. Ooh. Bud. Okay. Are you not watching? It's not I mean, who, who do you put next to them? Who do you put next to them right now? The what? what? Are you not watching the Cowboys and Giants game right now? I'm right. not right now. But I, 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 it's, it's too early to tell. It's too early to tell. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now, I think Raiders, the Dolphins and the Chargers are also very. The Raiders. Yeah, I think they this was this was crazy because so Jimmy G made his debut with the Raiders, but the Bronc. So see, the Broncos started off with a touchdown. Well, first the Raiders did, and then the Broncos answered, but the Broncos kicker missed the extra point in the first quarter. So, so what I'm looking at right now, if he didn't miss the extra point, they they would have tied the game and went into overtime because yeah. they might have actually won. No, they would have won because. Bro, how about the Eagles game? That was insane. Yeah. I know the Eagles game, twenty-five to twenty, Eagles win. But dude, Kayshawn Boutte, yeah, props like he's such a good receiver. If he got his foot in, they would have won the yeah, game. Yeah, I know that that made me mad. I know, that I was, was two times he did that. Dude, yeah. come on! He did a college catch. And then yeah. Dolphins and Chargers was probably the best game of the week. Hey, that was we, such a good game. Yeah, we expected it last week to be a you know a shootout, and it was. Yeah, because you know. Tua Tua threw for four hundred and sixty six yards. Tyreek and Tyreek. Shout out Tyreek Hill, my fantasy receiver, forty four points on ESPN. Great, dude. And then Austin Eckler did good too for the Chargers. He had yeah. He had, yeah. Justin Herbert did not look as good as I thought he would because that last drive he got sacked like three times. Yeah, that's mainly that's a lot with the offensive line. Yeah, no, well. no, both of those teams don't really have an offense. Well, I mean the Dolphins do, but the Chargers have never had an offense. Yeah, I was about to I say, would say two the, two would be, the three out. best teams in the NFL right now are Cowboys, 49ers, and Dolphins. Chargers are okay. I, I wouldn't disagree. The Chargers wouldn't disagree. are no, the Chargers are okay, and the Patriots might be decent. 
Yeah, I think the Patriots will be actually decent this year. Yeah, I mean, Bill Belichick always finds a way. I think so. the Seahawks are going to suck. Mm. They, Who did I they mean, play? I guess, so you think the Rams aren't good? You think it's just the Seahawks are bad? No, I think the Rams are good. I, I, think, the Rams- I think the Rams will be good when Cooper Cup gets back in week five. Yeah, yeah, that's what's that's what's crazy. They beat them thirty to thirteen in Seattle, which is a hard place to play, and and they didn't even have their best player. Yeah, because early so. on, early on, it was kind of wait. The Rams beat the Seahawks. Oh yeah, thirty to thirteen. Thirty to thirteen. Geno Smith. Holy threw, crap. Geno Smith yeah. didn't even do bad. He just like he couldn't find anybody open, and they would get like down in field goal. Well, if I'm being honest, I can't name a single player on the Seahawks defense right now. That is true, actually. I'm, I'm Bob, trying to think of it right now. I thought Bobby Wagner was on their defense. No, he's on the... No, he, he's on the Rams. Oh. Yeah. He's on the other side, so... Yeah, that's it for NFL, and then, um, well, tomorrow, tomorrow night will be Aaron Rodgers' debut with the Bills. That that should be a good game. That, that's a must-watch game. I'm excited for that. Yeah, but then in tennis, in the U.S. Open, um... Coco Golf won the women's. 19 years old. Won That's the insane. women's. Bro, she literally got started when she was 15. Like, I remember, I've been seeing her name for a while now, when she was like 15. Yeah. She's, they're calling her the next Serena Williams, and I wouldn't disagree. She, yeah. Yeah. She might be. She kind of like, she kind of, um, I was watching a video on TikTok and she kind of sounded like Serena actually because I was like, "Is that Serena Williams?" Well, like grunting. Well, Serena, Serena's her inspiration is what she said in the interview. Yeah. So. I was like, I was like, "Is that Serena Williams?" And I was like, "Oh no, it's Coco <laughs> Golf." Yeah, no, she she might end up being better actually. Yeah, we won for the men's though. What the men's? Who won for the men's tennis? The U.S. Open. Oh, the yeah. men. I know who. I don't even know how to say his name. Djokovic. Yeah, Djokovic. Joker. He's he won the win or he won the men's like. a uh, I think it was a few minutes ago. Dude, I feel like that's huge. He's literally, like, he's 36, and he's, like, the GOAT of te- – him and Roger Federer are, like, the two goats of tennis in this decade. No, I literally – I actually think that this win might cement him better than Federer. Oh, like, yeah. in my opinion. he This was his 24th I, major win. I feel I like Djokovic still has, like, time, though, because he's only 36, and Federer was, like, 42 when he retired. Yeah, I know. So. Uh, guys, I just got – Breaking news, uh, Kentucky offensive coordinator Liam Cohen hospitalized after medical episode. Uh, prayers up. He's uh, 37, uh, currently in his second stint as OC for Wildcats. Uh, he helped the team 10-3 and record in 2021 before leaving to, um, says go to the Rams in the NFL. He's currently in good condition at UK Chandler Hospital. While doctors and medical personnel continue to monitor him, uh, hopefully it's well soon. According to this, it doesn't say what the medical episode was. So, uh, but hopefully, yeah. hopefully he gets. So was it like during the game or something? No, it was today. So was it like at his house? Yeah, or was it? It was at his house. Um, he, oh, they don't, they don't. There's no extent on what it was. I think it was. Um, Based off what it sounds like, it could be like a stroke or a heart attack or something, maybe. That's so scary. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully it gets 37. That's the prayers up for real. Yeah. And then um, breaking news out of Michigan State. Uh, Michigan State suspends head coach Mel Tucker amid a harassment case. Um, Yeah, this came out of nowhere. I know. It really – I didn't – Bro, there was one season that Mel Tucker – like, everyone was like, oh, Mel Tucker's like the coach of the future. And then, like, Michigan State was just awful. Yeah, I was like – 
I was like, uh, when I saw the news, I was like, what did he do? I was like, there's nothing that never <laughs> like was heard of. And I was like, huh? Isn't it like uh, sexual harassment? Yeah, it's yeah. sexual harassment. That's what it was. It was um, so the athletic director said they're not they're suspending him without pay. So in while they're pending the investigation, something said he got fired. But I was I saw it and I was it, it was just fake news and I was like, oh. But then, Dude, they have a big game against Washington this week too. I know. That's that's gonna be a, we'll talk about that one later. That's going to be a big game, especially with playing at Michigan State. All right, is that all that happened this weekend, Reese? Uh, no. One more thing. Um, the number one team in baseball has finally gotten their win. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh! It clinched the playoffs, and um, I'm so excited. I love the Braves. I'm so happy for. My favorite team to be clinching for the sixth year. If Ronald Acuna does not win NL MVP, the league is literally rigged. Like I'm telling you right now. If didn't he set like some sort of record? Like recently? he's literally like he's one of the greatest players of baseball in this decade already. Yeah, no, he's it was so young. Last last night it was kind of kind of crazy when the benches cleared in that game, especially because yeah. that pitcher for Pittsburgh tried to hit Acuna twice. And then Acuna rocked the baby on him when he got a hit off of him. So it was kind of nice to see that. And then today, Acuna did the same thing to the Pirates as well and um, hurt him with a single to dead center and uh, scored two runs. And It was so funny, though, because at the Falcons game today, they would keep showing the Braves game on the video board. And like, like Panthers and Falcons fans, it's almost like both of those teams are Braves fans because the whole stadium was, like, cheering for the Braves. From, <laughs> from like – North Carolina to, I would say, maybe... Literally like Mississippi. Mississippi or Louisiana is Braves fans. That That's exactly, literally... Yeah. Because the... Because, like, uh, New Orleans doesn't have a baseball team, so they're going to cheer for the yeah. closest team probably, which is the Braves. And then also, like, north part of Florida. North part of Florida, I would say, is probably... Yeah. Probably. I feel like the Braves are, like, one of the biggest teams compared to, like, the... Like, I feel like it's the Braves, Yankees, and Dodgers that, like, everyone cheers for. And then you have, like other fans that live in that specific city almost. But, yeah, no, it's like I'm excited to see uh, what this team can do in the playoffs because this team is this team's going to do things in the playoffs. Trust me, they're not going to be a first-round exit like they are sometimes. Like last year, they're not going to be a first-round exit. They're going to – you're going to see a fun baseball team in the playoffs this year. And also, especially with this series coming up in the Phillies, the magic number for the NL East division is five right now. So if the Braves win both games of the doubleheader tomorrow, it goes down to one. And if you win on Tuesday, division's over. You win the division. So then mm. then you'll clinch the number one seed. And, yep, then that would um, – I don't know who's the next to clinch. I think it's the Orioles or it might be the Dodgers. I think it's the Orioles. Probably yeah. the Orioles. Yeah, the Orioles I'm going to really check good. quick because I think it's – let me see. I got Braves Orioles World Series for real. I, I, th- if, that would be an absolute. Be I had series. Braves Rangers until the Rangers can't win anymore. So for my trash can <laughs> segment, last, <laughs> I, was that last week or week one? I can't remember. Week that was. I think it was two weeks ago. The White Sox. Yeah. The White Sox got eliminated today. Yeah, and then you know, all that happened this weekend though. Baltimore had ninety, or they have ninety wins, and the Dodgers have eighty-seven. So yes, I would say Baltimore. But yeah, no, that's it for this weekend's rundown. So. Hey Max, you want, what's the what's the next segment? Who is this week's MVP? 
Yeah, so and I got to tell you, there are a lot of options this weekend. I mean, we obviously we saw today in the NFL, Tua and Tyree Kill both just absolutely going off. Um, even Brandon Ayuk, I'd say, is the most unexpected player who yeah. ended up having 32 fantasy points for the 49ers and actually looked way better than Debo Samuel did today. He looks almost like their wide receiver one. Right. But, uh, no, I have to go with the man, the myth, the legend, Shudder Sanders. Now, I'll admit, and you've, you've already mentioned it, you know, to start off the season, I wasn't a believer, but now I am. And the Colorado Buffaloes, they look outstanding yeah. their offense looks looked great the first week yeah and you know what was most impressive this week it was their defense but i'm not going to talk mainly about colorado i'm going to talk about Shadur and why i think he should be he should be not even just in not just in the conversation but i think he should be the front runner for the eisman right now so just looking at his stats right now just going Whoa, by buddy. game to game against Whoa. against tcu listen to me listen to me I, guess I know this is Max's hottest take. 30, 38 for 47 for 510 passing yards. Now, I know it's TCU. I know their defense is like rec league. But 510 passing yards, a school record, and four passing touchdowns in his first start. Let's go to the next game against Nebraska. 31 for 42, 393 passing yards, almost 400 once again. And then two passing touchdowns as well as a rushing touchdown. So on the season, here's where he ranks for like each major category. For completion percentage, he's 77.5%, and that's ninth in the country. He has 903 passing yards, which is first among all QBs that have played two games so far, but it's second among like all QBs. I say that because the kid from uh, Hawaii, he's played three games, so he has more passing yards than him. But he ha- he's ahead of every single every everybody else. And then um, he also has six passing touchdowns, which is tied for ninth in the country. And then QBR of 83.7, which is 13th in the country. I mean, I just, I've been watching him play. Now, if I had to make a list of like the top four for Heisman, it is a quarterback award. And Travis Hunter didn't impress me as much this weekend. I'm not going to lie to you. So I would have to say Shadur Sanders, uh, Caleb Williams, Michael Phoenix Jr. And then, and then oh, Bo Nix. I mean, oh, honestly, it's a pack, honestly, it's a Pac-12 challenge. It's like a Pac-12. Hey, like, Max, we'll get more to that later. Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, no, Shadur Sanders, I mean, you know, stunning like his daddy this weekend. I mean, he literally, what? he hit, he hit, he hit, uh, like, Dion's dance Bro, move whenever he about, hit the rushing touchdown or made the rushing touchdown. And so, I mean, Shadur Sanders, yeah, just blowing my mind, blowing everybody's mind. Uh, everybody thought he. Everybody thought he'd be good. I'm not gonna say everybody thought he wouldn't be good, but I don't think anybody could expect that he'd be this good, especially through his first two starts. Um, and so yeah, I got Shadur Sanders right now as my pick for the Heisman, and yeah, that's my MMVP. MMVP, and like Taylor said, possibly hottest take as well. Yeah, no, I I com or I commented on a video on social media of Shadur Sanders. I said he's like. He's the best quarterback uh, in a while and for Colorado. And someone was like, he's never going to make it in the NFL. I was like, what do you mean? I was like, he literally, no, that's also a thing that I think. He literally looks like the most NFL-ready quarterback uh, that I've seen in a while in the NFL besides Caleb Williams. Like, he he actually looks so good. But, yeah, my MVP, Shadur Sanders. Let's see how he does against Colorado State. And then Blow big out. road test at Oregon. Blowout. Mm-hmm. Colorado by thirty plus at least. Oregon. All right, all right, all right. Let's let's stop the chit chat. Okay. Uh, all right. What's my next? segment? Oh no. 
Um, everyone's okay. favorite is oh, no. what people come to the podcast for. Mm. Nope. Mm. Um, so this is Taylor's trash can. Roll that intro, Max. Straight from the garbage disposal, this is Taylor's trash can. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, right. yeah, it's rolling. All right, so two weeks ago I talked about MLB. Last week, I think I talked about college football. I, I Do y'all remember what I talked about last week? I forgot. I think it was Eric. I think last week you did Team Huddle instead of Trash Can. Oh, yeah, I didn't do Trash. But, you know, I, li- I like to I like to mess around with different sports. But, I mean, you, you got to talk about opening Sunday, opening NFL today. We record these episodes on Sunday, so NFL is in full swing. I'm actually watching the Cowboys game right now. I'm watching the Cowboys actually smack the Giants. <laughs> yeah, over. Not football, but over. So today at uh, way they just scored. Today at twelve o'clock Central Time, thirty-four. The Cincinnati Bengals played the Elves in Cleveland <laughs> with the Baker Mayfield Center logo on the fifty-yard line. And how are you going to tell me that you signed Joe Burrow to a five-year, two hundred seventy million dollar contract to make Uh-oh. him the highest player in the NFL over people like Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey type players like that? Some of the best players in the country. Um, and he only threw for 82 yards against <laughs> the Elves, is what Jamar Chase had to say after the game and before the game with his mouth. Um, I would say this team has three top 25 wide receivers in Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd. I feel like all three of those receivers could be wide receiver one on any team in the NFL. And you can't even throw a single touchdown to them. Um, this team today, the Bengals today were just awful. Um, they also gave up 24 points to a man that hasn't played real football in years in Deshaun Watson. And a team whose wide receiver one is a Mari Cooper who has not been good since he was on the Cowboys. It just boggles my mind that this team made the AFC Championship last year against the Chiefs. And they come out in the season opener with almost the same exact team minus Jesse Bates. And they lose 24-3. to They scored one field goal. Their best player is their kicker right now, Evan McPherson, who's an absolute dog, by the way. And I just I like I say this every single week, but my mind is just like completely boggled. And the run defense was atrocious. They gave up a Deshaun Watson and Nick Chubb who totaled 206 yards on the ground in the NFL, which is like so hard to do. Like Nick Chubb, I think had 102, and I think uh, Deshaun Watson had around 100 something. So Deshaun Watson was all over the field. I will admit he played good. But I just feel like the Bengals should not have given that up to him, who, like, when he hasn't played an NFL game in, uh, for a while. And I want to highlight, of course, this happened last Thursday. Um, I want to say the biggest trash can. So the Bengals were bad. Oh, no. But you know who was worse? Oh, two the trash cans. Receivers. Kadarius Tony is a bum. He was overrated at Florida. He's overrated now. He should not. He should just be cut from the team. Be cut from every team. Just go into retirement, even though you're only like 24 years old. It's because they're making mistakes the all first. throughout the game. They, I think with like two minutes left, they had an easy first down, and Kadarius Tony just completely dropped the ball. What a one got in his hands, and it led to a pick six. We saw the memes everywhere, all over Instagram. Kadarius Tony sucks. The Chiefs wide receivers are a bunch of bums. I don't know why they got rid of Juju. I don't know why they got rid of Tyreek Hill. But they did, and they're going to pay for it this year. They lost to the Lions, of course. But what do y'all think about these trash performances this past well, week? Well, I'll, I'll just say, I mean, what a treat. We got two trash cans in one episode. I, I didn't expect that. Um, first Double off, trash day. You got to take out the recycling too, Max. <laughs> oh, yeah, the recycling, yeah. But, no, looking at this Joe Burrow, I, I heard he did bad. I didn't watch this game. 
because I saw that the Browns were like basically blowing him out and it wasn't close. Um, but Burrow, yeah, fourteen for thirty-one, eighty-two yards. I mean, I just, I just don't really understand. And I heard he got benched towards the end of the game. Yeah, he which, did. They literally put in their backup quarterback. <laughs> they literally put in their backup quarterback. For a guy that you just – I like the point that you made about him just getting a huge payday. I mean, I just don't I just don't get it. And you have the wide receiver core that you have. I I, I just don't understand. I mean, what's his like – What's hey, his, his O-line is – divided by five. Yeah. I mean, his – Because they make $55 million a year. Yeah, he exactly. He makes $1,000 per second, something like that. It's contract breakdown. <laughs> no, I think he I, I think he asked him to be benched because he was doing so bad. Yeah, I mean, but that's still that's still abysmal. If I you're mean, doing you, so bad that you ask the coach to be benched, you do not deserve $275 million. I'm sorry. I, and I but, still think they're going to win like 15 games. Oh, I still think the Bengals are going to be good. This week they were just atrocious. Yeah, and here's the thing, though, but let's not act like, you know, the Browns secondary is like the best – in the league. I mean, no, I don't, it I is. They're the next I Super Bowl contender. They're going to make their first Super Bowl. Miles Garrett is a scary man to go up against. For yeah, no, so Miles Garrett is good. Miles Garrett is good. I'm not going to oh, lie. You know, I, know but, I know what that was. Yeah. Jamar Chase made some comment on Thursday or Friday. He said, Yeah, the dirty L. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, the L. About, yeah, he said that. And like, bro, why yeah. would he say that? Dude, the elf literally looks like Baker Mayfield at the fifty-yard line. <laughs> like I have to be for real. Uh, and then the and then the Lions Chiefs game. Yeah, I watch I watched that game full all the way through. And I was I, literally I, like cringing and clenching my teeth. The receivers were so like, yeah. I lo- I I don't like match Patrick Mahomes. I don't like the Chiefs. I know they were without Travis Kelsey, but you can't make you can't make those errors. You can't drop the ball that many times. Yeah. It's just like the Panthers today with all the turnovers. You just can't do that in the I got NFL. one thing to say. Stick to State Farm commercials, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I saw Patrick Mahomes did not even do bad. It was no, really it's not injured, Mahomes' though. fault at all. I mean, Trayvon Diggs is roasting Giants fans right now. <laughs> I saw this one thing that, uh, like the trade value, because he was traded from the Giants to the uh, to the Chiefs. And their eventual like trade value that they got from that was uh Darren Waller and it was somebody else. But it's like yeah, Darren Waller hasn't done anything oh, in this game. Daniel Jones. I mean, but stop. I'm just saying it's similar. It's similar to the Trey Lance situation where it's like somebody who they were saying was going to be like you know great. He was going to be the Chiefs' go-to wide receiver at least this year, just not living up to expectations. And I I I wouldn't even be surprised if he didn't. Oh, uh, you didn't see him running routes next week because I mean that was just it was just atrocious. Trey Lance is probably about hey. to win this game. Is- a side note, side note, thirty-three-zero. Micah Parsons is the greatest, is the best DN in the game right no. now. Like, there's no debate. Oh, he is so. Micah good. Parsons is so good. The Giants are yeah. for fourth and three at their at their own forty. <laughs> no, it's at their own thirty. Right. It's at their own thirty-two. I mean, a lot of people were thinking this game was going to be close, you know, because it's a rivalry and yes. it's at the Giants and stuff. But the first geez. down. Oh, my gosh. Hey, let's oh give gosh. Trey Lance a chance right now. <laughs> Wait, is Trey Lance in? Is he in? No, nah, he'll he probably will come be, in. He will in be. The okay. Yeah, let's right, see. Let's that's see. it for Trash Can. Let's throw them away. Kadarius, Tony, <laughs> get cut. I don't want even want to look at you anymore. <laughs> what do we got next, Max? Uh, next we got the road ahead. Uh, I hear Reese's road ahead. I thought it was Max's cars road ahead. And motorcycles. Yeah, revving up. Play that intro. Uh, Play that intro. What's that? This is the road ahead. Now, next next weekend, college football 
there's not it. Yeah, it's not. It's, yeah, the plate is it's not as so strong. bad. Like, two was I think there's a conference game on Thursday though between Navy and Memphis, so that that might actually be a good game. Um, and then um, I'm pretty sure doesn't Auburn High play Pratt Bull this weekend or this? Uh, no, they play uh Jag, Jag. at Jag. Yeah, that that's uh we should be a good game. And then oh, Virginia plays Maryland Friday. Yeah, could be interesting. That's an FS1 game. And then Army and UTSA. That might be interesting. Uh, but Penn State, we do get we do get conference games this weekend. We there's yes. notable there's some notable conference games. That is good. Florida State and Boston College is not one. No, that no 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 no. no. Florida State's gonna win that game in the first. You don't quarter. beat Holy Cross by three points. <laughs> and then Penn State and Illinois might be close. It's actually- Dude, why are you talking about Virginia? They literally lost to James Madison. <laughs> Wait, they actually hit that sentence. They lost by like, I think it was two point, one or two one. points. They it was one. That is why. They almost won. No, but Penn State and Illinois, that's not going to be a close game. I was just no. going to tell you that. Well, I mean, I watched well. Illinois Friday night play Kansas, but. And they did not look good. They didn't they look, didn't they look good. good for like, well, actually the refs looked good um, for a little bit. Yeah, I was about this to road say, ahead is taking a sharp turn, carried. bro. It's just it's like missing the exit in Atlanta today. Okay, bud. Um, no, LSU and Mississippi State play. That actually, that could be a good one. That could be a good yeah, game. Is it in? Is it in Starkville? Yes, it's in Starkville. Yeah, I, I think I think that could be close. And then my notable non-conference game is um Kansas State at Missouri. I know Missouri had their struggles this weekend, but I still think. Missouri's fans are going to show out for this game. Did Missouri win? Yeah, barely. They won, like, about three points. Yeah. Against that one could be a tough one, though. I mean, like, I don't know. I haven't seen much of Kansas State. I know they played nobodies, but oh. we'll, we'll see. Oh, uh, yeah, and then another conference game that's notable. I mean, y'all don't think so, but I think so. South Carolina and Georgia. I don't think Carson Beck is good. I think Is it in Athens or in South Carolina? It's in Athens. It's Athens. Uh, Georgia's winning that game by 50. But, yeah, it's – they they couldn't even they couldn't score against Ball State like hey Reese hey Reese you, know, you might be right you might be right you might be right. yeah you might be right sorry I'm I'm interrupting your segment I I won't make that mistake like y'all <laughs> for my call <laughs> okay so no, uh uh San Diego State and Oregon State could be a decent game I mean Oregon State's good but st- no. this could be a decent non conference game it's at Oregon State but San Diego State has had good football teams in the past and I think they have a decent football team this year I think they're like two zero to start, but I don't know who they've played. North Carolina plays Minnesota. That Yeah, that could be a that could be a good one. Might be the best game of Saturday. Besides mm. yeah, I, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see, we'll yeah, see. Yeah, not like game day hyping up Colorado State versus I know. Colorado. Virginia Still so mad plays, because that's not that's probably Colorado's worst game to Virginia wait, Tennessee plays Florida in the swamp too. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's I think that's gonna be a Tennessee good game. Tennessee and Florida would be a good game. Uh especially, you know, We've seen it in the swamp. The swamp's a good environment and everything. And especially Tennessee last week did not impress me at all. And there's a possibility yeah. they could lose. Auburn plays this weekend against Sanford, which is mm-hmm. – I, I think it's – Beat them by 50. Beat them by 50. That's my hope. Hey, remember when Florida played Sanford two – I think it was two years ago. They barely beat Sanford. Yeah. I know. Oh, this is a great non-conference game. Uh, it's not highly televised, but it's Arkansas at home against BYU. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. Might good be one. good, even though Arkansas could barely beat Kent State last week. That 
Uh, that was uh, kind of surprising. Oh, my God. They're going to do game day for Colorado and Colorado State, and that game doesn't start till 9 o'clock. Yeah, 9.30. Yeah. Make, per- at that, oh, no, so. the primetime. Oh, no, it's not. It's not. The primetime game for Saturday is Syracuse and Purdue. <laughs> wow. No, oh, I, I, that's for NBC. That's for NBC. The primetime ABC game is Pittsburgh at West Virginia. Reese, how close are we to our destination, bro? Wow. <laughs> I, I'm ready to get there. I'm ready. To yeah, get no, there's, there's, wow. there's not many. There's not many I, I feel that. I feel the temperature. I feel a little sweaty right now. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So is that it for Road Ahead, Reed? No, we have NFL next week too. But okay, what's going on with there? So there. Vikings, okay. Eagles. Vikings just lost today, and Eagles barely won. So that might actually be a good game. And it's we'll see. It's yeah. in Philadelphia. I, the spreads Philly seven and a half. Yeah. So, I, I, I think about Falcons fans being one. mean. Philadelphia is a whole other level. The Falcons yeah. play the Packers in Atlanta. Yeah. And then – That should be a good game. That should be a good pack, game. Go Pack, go. I'm aware of Some notable games for, for Sunday, though. Um, Ravens at Bengals. Um, mm-hmm. Both of those teams looked awful Jag- today. Or Chiefs at Jaguars. Could and, be a good one. That um, should be a good one. And then Jets – in Cowboys might be it depends, that, that depends on what happens. That that's the game of the week next week. I feel like wait, wait, wait. if the Jets beat the Bills, that's a must-watch game. That is an insane. There's two, CBS three twenty-five, and then Monday Night Football: Saints and Panthers and Browns and Steelers. Oh, it's There's a double. Monday I didn't even night notice night? it was a double. I didn't either, unless this game got yeah. moved because I thought. I mean, yeah, the game. Well, I, which one's on ESPN? What? Yeah, one's on a- one's on ESPN, one's on ABC. ESPN, That's gonna be a treat. ESPN is the Panthers, and ABC is uh, Steelers and Browns. Yeah, and all- no, that Saints that Saints Panthers game is. I think it's lit- It's gonna be telling for like how the NFC South is gonna play out, especially between these two teams. Yeah, I feel. Like. But no, that's it for Road Ahead. So. Um- yeah. All right, we reached our destination, and now all it's right, pretty hot. I feel like I'm in Phoenix, Arizona, right now. You know, 108 degrees <laughs> outside. Reese, why'd you take us here? I don't like the heat. Yeah, bro. Why'd you take us to Phoenix? I'm just yeah. we're in Auburn, Alabama. Yeah. Uh, homebred. I mean, it's but hot outside today. It was kind of play the intro. The temperature is rising. That can only mean one thing. It's time for Taylor's hottest take. What? All right. Actually, this is my favorite intro. This segment, so, by the way, just just sign up. Guess what, Max? All right. What? Right, what, right, Reese? Right, what, Reese? Right, Reese? Quiet now. You, you, you cannot <laughs> my segment like you did week one. All right. Let's see. Let's hear. Let's hear. All right. What's so on? week one, I talked about Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, last week, I talked about the Jets. God dang it. Right. No. Who's next? You didn't do hottest take first week. You did hottest uh, take last week. And you oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he did. All right. He did do hottest No, because I, I did the Colorado one. Yeah, he did, he did Colorado. Oh, wait, yeah. You've done hottest take. He did though. Colorado and the not Jets. Not His next one's probably going to be the Texans. All right. Okay. But I'm going to stay on that Colorado track. Oh, okay. The Pac-12 no. is taking over college football in its last year of existence before realignment. Mm-hmm. This conference, if you look, it's literally stacked. First off, we ha- we have the Colorado team that we talk about every single week, uh-huh. uh, who's taken the hearts of college football fans everywhere, even in Auburn, Alabama. Uh, <laughs> you have three Heisman favorite-led teams, and number five USC with Caleb Williams, eighth-ranked Washington team with Michael Penix Jr., and a um, Oregon team led by Heisman favorite Bo Nix, of course. 
I want to highlight Michael Penix Jr. real quick. He has eight touchdowns in his first two games. He had five touchdowns week one. That's who my personal front runner is right now over Shadur Sanders. But I mean, the quarterbacks for those four teams are insane. It's insane. And do you have a you have the twelfth ranked Utah team who barely escaped a win, but then have their don't even have their star quarterback yet. So I don't even know what they can do this season. You have a sixteenth ranked uh, Oregon State team that looked really good in their first two games. DJU twenty third ranked Washington State team who got a huge upset against Wisconsin. Then a UCLA team that no one is talking about that's been <laughs> under the radar that hey, two opening wins away. against. Two very decent teams in Coastal Carolina and San Diego State, two out-of-conference opponents that are really decent teams. But I, I just see this conference is so deep, and they could make some mess in the college football playoff, and especially in New Year's Six Bowls. I could see multiple Pac-12 teams in the New Year's Six Bowls this year. And, I mean, this conference is literally falling apart. Like, next year it's probably not even going to be a thing. It's probably going to be small teams that no one cares about. Pac-0. But, yeah, you have Stanford, Cal, Arizona State, and Arizona that just aren't good at all. But, you know, everybody else. All that, uh, this conference is just – they can make a huge mess this year. Uh, before the realignment, before all those people go to different, like, leagues, I don't even want to know where they're going. I don't care. Um, but, like, what do you all think about the past 12 Siri went off. So, I'm – Dude, because I'm, I'm ranting, bro. Like, I'm so excited for the Pac-12 this year. The Pac-12 the past few years has been awful. It's yeah. been USC, and Oregon has slipped into there every – like, every single year, Oregon's a decent team, but they're never, like, the top. Colorado's been awful. Washington's been mid. Washington State's been mid. All these teams have been mid. But right now, this year, the, the Pac-12 is amazing. The Pac-12 is the best conference right now in college football easily. Here's what I'll, here's what I'll say. I'm looking at I'm looking at it right now, and right now they have 12 teams in their conference, eight of which are ranked in the top 25, most by any conference by far, like by <laughs> far. Um, here's what I'll say. You know, we always talk about the SEC putting two teams in the playoff. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if there had to be a team, which I think all conferences are actually pretty decent this year, and I think every conference might actually – we might actually get to see – uh, every conference except for like one power five uh, get a team in this year with how good Texas and Michigan and Georgia are. Um, but looking at the Pac-12, I mean, Colorado and Washington don't play each other. If Colorado beats Oregon or yeah, if Colorado beats Oregon, they're probably going to be my favorite. But if Oregon beats Colorado, then they're going to be my favorite. If USC finds a defense, they're going to be my favorite. Like there's so many teams that could improve over the season from where they are now. Cause we're only two weeks in. Yeah. And, like there's so like if USC finds defense, I feel like they're they're gonna run away with it. Um, but they, that's just I think a lot of Pac-12. The, a lot of the Pac-12 teams this weekend should win. Like the one because they they all play cupcakes, so I would say they probably should win. Exactly, and I mean they, you, they all had like moderately hard out of conference games. Exactly, and you and you also you talk about like all the big name quarterbacks, you know Shadur Sanders, Bo Nix, Caleb Williams, and Michael Penix Jr. But then, I mean, like, all of these teams have, like, great quarterbacks or at least name-worthy quarterbacks. Oregon State, I'd say, is the mainly questionable one with uh, DJU. But he's looked decent, you know. He's looked better than he was at Clemson, that's for sure. But, I mean, you talk about Utah. I mean, their star quarterback, Cam Rising, is coming back. He's not even there yet. And then Washington State, I don't know if you know the guy's name that led them to victory over Wisconsin, but Cam Ward, remember that name. He is – he's he's a baller. I watched him against – 
uh, Wisconsin last year because this was like a two year two year thing when they almost beat Wisconsin last year, but they lost. But Ooh. he he's a dog. He's a player, and wow. so. I feel like, yeah, I feel like Pac-12, yeah, they're definitely the strongest conference. I feel like right no now. one's talking about UCLA right now, and they're literally ranked number 24. Exactly. They Their quarterback is uh, Dante Moore. He's a he's the only true freshman that's starting in the Pac-12. If I, I love that. Or in the, in, the, in the Power 5. No, UCLA. Isn't their coach Brian – or not Brian Kelly, the dude from the Eagles? Hmm? Chip Kelly, is that their coach? Chip Kelly, yes. Yeah, Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly. Yeah, Chip Kelly. Yeah. I no, remember UCLA few, could be good. I remember a few years ago. All, right. all I'm saying – the temperature's hot. The Pac-12 is good. Let's move into our next segment. Max, take it away. Not sponsored by the app Prize Picks. It's time for Max's Prize Picks. Yeah, so for our last segment is going to be the Prize Picks. Now, we've gone through two weeks, and right now the standings are, well, they're pretty They're pretty even. Not really, but kind of. Uh, so for this week. Talk to me nice. Talk to me nice. For, th- for this week, me and Taylor both went seven and three. On the picks, yeah. um, and yeah, we did. And then Reese, no, nope. Reese went four and six. It was an accident. And, um, yeah, Here's I mean, Tony, freaking. <laughs> hey, do the total records? Do the total records? So the so the total record, thirteen and five. So he's first place. What? Max yeah. thirteen and seven. Me, I'm thirteen and seven, second place. And then Reese is eleven and nine. Yeah, Reese, oh, you want to say my picks no. are bad? You're eleven and nine. <laughs> Reese, I mean, it was it was kind of tough. We did both college football and NFL last week, so we kind of mixed it up. We're gonna do that again this week. Five of the best, yeah. or at least what I think are some of the biggest or most interesting games to watch in college football and the NFL. Five in each, and we'll go ahead and start with number eleven Tennessee at Florida. Uh, Florida coming off a win against McNeese, forty-nine to seven. I'm pretty sure. And then uh, Tennessee uh, coming off a not really impressive win against Austin P, only thirty to thirteen. Yeah, they go. But Max, the could, like the rain conditions in that game were awful. Like it was yeah, so bad. So, but you go, you you look at this uh, rivalry because it is a rivalry. Tennessee hasn't won in the swamp in a while. I don't know the exact number, but it's been it's been it's been a while. It's been, and so the last time, who do y'all got? Twenty the I think it was two thousand seven. Yeah, so sixteen years. And uh, I'll go ahead and give my pick. Tennessee <coughs> is favored by seven. The over under is fifty seven and a half. And Taylor, you talked about you think this game is going to be close, and I've been building it up. But I actually I believe in Tennessee right now. I like, although they weren't impressive, but there was rain conditions against Austin P. I feel like Joe Milton and these Tennessee Volunteers, they're just, I'm just going to go ahead and put it like it is. I mean, Tennessee is just much better than Florida this year. Now, could it be closer than, like, some people expect? Maybe. Maybe. Because it's in the swamp, you know, and they haven't won there in 16 years. But I got Tennessee winning this game 37-20. to 20, So, give me just under the 57.5 mark. 37 to 20, they go in the swap. It could be close. It's going to be close, I feel like, through the first three quarters. But fourth quarter, they're going to pull away like Ole Miss did against Tulane. Tennessee, 37 20, that's my pick. What do y'all got? Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna go with Tennessee because, like you said, I after watching them play Utah, you play McNeese. Did you see McNeese, though? Like, McNeese almost was – the score at halftime was only 26 to 0. That's not that impressive against a team that's – uh, I mean, here's the thing, though. I mean, you got to think, though, like against, you know, all these like Division two or FCS teams. I mean, you talked about with Georgia. I mean, but I don't think – I me personally, I don't think they're very telling of the team. 
you know, because they're usually going to try some stuff out. And also, Florida could be trying to, like, keep stuff hidden, hidden going into the Tennessee game, you know, trying not reveal some of their playbook. So, but that could be But, no, I, I still think after that Utah game, that was pathetic. And I think Tennessee's I, – I know Tennessee, the rain conditions were bad for the Austin P game. I think Tennessee runs them over as long as there's no weather interfering. I think Tennessee runs them over, and it's probably – I'm gonna say, um, I'm gonna say forty-two to ten. Mm, oh my! Okay, I I wouldn't go that far, but hey, it's your opinion. Yeah. Uh, All right. So y'all know I'm a huge fan of college game day. Kirk Hertree always says something when they're picking the games. Uh, fix the what's it called? Fix the graphic, like where mm-hmm. you try to be different. Um, oh no! I I love I have a personal bias. I love the University of Florida. Yeah, I love Gainesville. I actually apply. I'm going. I'm a senior in high school, so you know, I applied to Florida. I hope they let me in. I love it, but their football team is not it this year. I I just love what Joe Milton's doing. Yes, I love Josh Shupel. He's he's an amazing coach. He his offensive mindset is just insane. He's just a mastermind at everything he does. He knows how to talk to the players. I know Tennessee is not as strong as they were last year, in my opinion. They just don't have the weapons that they have last year. But I think they go into the swamp. I think they don't cover. I think they actually win by a field goal. I really think this game will be close. The swamp, I've been to a game in the swamp. It's literally insane. You can't even hear yourself thinking. Uh, I think Joe Milton's going to have a hard time in the first three quarters, but I think he gets it done, and I think Tennessee wins this game. Game time conditions are cloudy. Yeah. Possible it could be rain. Chance of rain, it, possible. Yeah, I mean, rainy in the swamp. I mean, you never know. Like they could be anybody. I feel like could be a if it's the right day. Could have a field goal. But what it could have a field goal battle? Yeah, I know. Yeah, so we'll see. But that should be a good game. Next, I got BYU at Arkansas. Ooh. You mentioned it. Uh, yeah. You mentioned it, Reese. Both these teams are two and zero going into this game. Although Arkansas did like kind of have a struggle against Kent State, um, which was kind of surprising. But, I mean, this game, they they played each other last year, if I remember correctly, and I'm pretty sure Arkansas whooped them. Oh, Um, And so this this is another one of those, like, two-year non-conference things. But going into this game, I'm trying to find the – because it, like, logged me out of ESPN. Hold on. But I got – Arkansas is favored by 10. Arkansas is – yeah, so Arkansas is favored by 10. Um, the over-under for this game, I'm expecting it's not going to be super high because – well, actually, it might be high because Arkansas's defense isn't what it used to be. Okay, I got it pulled up now. Uh, yeah, BYU 2-0 at Arkansas, who's also 2-0. Um, and the line is, like you said, Arkansas by 10, and the over-under is 52. Um, this one is in Razorback Stadium in Fayetteville, which is also another place to play. I feel like all the SEC places, while the SEC isn't, you know, as good as it as good as it usually is this year so far. Um, I feel like all the SEC places are still hard places to play at, and I'm gonna go with Arkansas on this one. But I think I like Keaton Slovis so far. If he doesn't get injured, I feel like he's been performing very well so far. He has 493 yards through two games, four touchdowns, and only one interception. But I like KJ Jefferson even more. I don't think they cover, though. I think this is a game that's going to be a sneaky good one at 630 on ESPN2. And I think the final score is going to be Arkansas uh, Arkansas 27. Give me Arkansas 27 to 23. So just under, just on the under once again. Um, but, yeah, Arkansas wins. They have a late, they have a late drive, mid-late quarter, 
in the fourth quarter, around six minutes to go. They have a touchdown, and that seals the game. Uh, yeah, so Razorbacks, Woo Pig, they beat BYU at home, but close. But yeah, very close. I'm looking at I'm looking at BYU. Their schedule, they beat Sam Houston by 14. Sam Houston just joined D1, and that's not a good win, 14-0 against Sam Houston State. Yeah. And then you beat Southern Utah, who is okay, but you beat them 41-16. And I know Arkansas had their struggles last week, but Fayetteville is actually a very tough place to play, Um, especially a few years ago. It might have been last year. Yeah, I think last year when they played Cincinnati in Arkansas, Cincinnati had trouble playing um, after – that was the year after they made it to the college football playoff, but they had trouble playing in Arkansas, and mm-hmm. they ended up losing. But, no, I think this game will be close at times, but I think Arkansas will run away with it at the end, and I think it will be 24-10 to 10 Arkansas. Mm. I feel like okay. with these games this week, uh, it's it's more easier picks uh, for most of them because a lot of the matchups are a little bit weaker. Week two we got a treat, but week three we're kind of yeah, kind of one of those, you know. Next, um, be better. I I actually love KJ Jefferson. Um, yeah, I've I've been to Fayetteville. It's a beautiful it's a beautiful city. Um, football atmosphere is insane. I haven't actually been to a game, but Arkansas fans are loyal. They're going to show up for this game. Uh, I feel like Arkansas is like the past few years they've been like one of those like two years ago yeah. I feel like everyone was talking about them then last year they were awful and this year they're they're just like not talked about KJ Jefferson who has not had a single interception this year I feel like he'll get it done in Fayetteville um, I do think Arkansas covers uh, ten I got them thirty four to twenty four so give me the over on this game I think Arkansas wins a big one against BYU good pick good pick. And next, we got uh, Minnesota at number 23, North Carolina. You talked about, Reese, this could be one of the best games that we see uh, this upcoming weekend, 2.30 on ESPN. This was one that I thought could have also been um, could have also been college game day with the way that North Carolina has been playing with Drake May, you know, obviously a Heisman candidate and, you know, all that talk. But uh, the line is UNC minus 6.5, and, and the over-under is 49 which I think is kind of interesting. Now, UNC uh, against South Carolina, that was a, you know more of a slugfest than a lot of people thought it would be. Um, but, you know, against Appalachian State, it was high scoring. I A lot of people think this is going to be a close game and a great game. But like I said earlier, uh, I'm not worried about North Carolina after they played Appalachian State. I mean, that's basically a rivalry now, and rivalry games are always weird. And so I'm not worried about them. I think Drake May is – Outside of the Pac-12, he's also one of those QB candidates that could win the Heisman by the end of the year. And I've actually got North Carolina blowing them out uh, this weekend. It's in Chapel Hill, which that stadium, as Mac Brown has been building up the culture and building up their team, has been getting more and more rowdy every week that they play there. And so I got UNC in there. Give me them 34 to uh, 34 to 14. Uh, at home against Minnesota, and so I'm gonna actually I'm gonna be taking the under just because Minnesota can't score. I mean, we saw they couldn't score against Nebraska, and so I don't think they'll be able to score against North Carolina that much. And so yeah, 34 to 34 to 14, North Carolina covering at home, and they're gonna move on to three now. I'm gonna take, uh, even though I don't like North Carolina because I am a Duke fan, uh, mm. I'm gonna take North Carolina probably. I'm actually going to say 45 to 3. 
Mm, okay. I don't Minnesota to me. You beat Nebraska. Nebraska's terrible, and you beat uh I don't know who they beat last week. They beat some nobody. Yeah, they bar- Michigan. They beat twenty five to six. Yeah, they beat Eastern Michigan barely, and. Uh, Minnesota's not really that good. I mean, I actually thought at the start of the season they might be a dark horse for the Big Ten, but... Even though you picked Nebraska over them week one. Oh. <laughs> it was an accident because... It's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, an accident. Why you're 11-9 and nine or whatever. Yep. About to be 20-0. and 0. <laughs> No. So, right. you're go- so you're going with uh, Minnesota on this one? No. Oh wait, no, you're going North Carolina. I'm sorry. Going North Carolina. I'm sorry. Max, this man said forty-five to three or something like that. Yeah, forty-five to yeah. three. I yeah. again, I have personal bias towards Minnesota. I have a bunch of family friends that uh, live in Minnesota. They graduated from Minnesota. They're now the equipment manager at Auburn University. Shout out if you're listening, Mr. Brad. But <laughs> PJ Fleck, I love him as a coach. This defense is amazing. Minnesota is always one of those teams that's going to go out. They're going to play hard-nosed football. They're going to get after the quarterback. They're going to do everything they can. But Drake May and this North Carolina offense are way too good. I mean, we saw it against South Carolina, and then we saw it last week putting up a bunch of points against Appalachian State. Um, I'm going to have to go this North Carolina team, but I do think this will be – I do think the line is right because I do think this will be a very close game. I think UNC covers, though, and wins by a game-winning touchdown by Drake May. Mm. So give me the North Carolina Tar Heels. Whatever the frick a tar heel is, their logo is literally a foot with tar on the heel. Um, I don't like it, but you know, go UNC. And so far, I mean, so far we've agreed on all the picks. This one, next one might separate us. We'll see. Um, it's number fifteen, Kansas State at Missouri. Um, the line is Kansas State five and a half, and the over under is forty six. What? So uh, Vegas thinks that this is going to be a what? defensive game, and. Let me tell you. So, uh, this is one of the games where I'm I'm gonna mix it up. I feel like Missouri. I love Eli Drinkwitz, uh, the coach of Missouri. I feel like he's been doing good. He's been slowly building up the culture. Uh, towards the end of last year, they kind of caught fire, and they also played Georgia close as well. So last year they were kind of one of the under the radar teams, and I also kind of felt like this year they could be one of the dark horses in the SEC East, not to win it, but to possibly finish second behind. Uh, Georgia, because, you know, Georgia's schedule's easy and they're going to finish Bro's first in SEC East. But, uh, no, I got Missouri winning at home, upset against the Wildcats. I think Missouri gets it done. Very close game, raucous crowd in Missouri. And I think Missouri wins this game uh, by a score of – I'm going to go with – I'm going to actually agree with Vegas on this one. I think this will be a low-scoring game. But I think Brady Cook, the quarterback for Missouri, uh, is going to cook. And I think that Missouri is going to win 21-14, to 14, all touchdowns. Um, and, yeah, so give me Missouri covering, obviously, because of the underdog. And then give me the under. Missouri Tigers, go Tigers. Yeah, no, Kansas State is a good team. They, they'll they probably be a very good Big 12 team. And in, in the Big 12, uh, that's actually really good this year. Um and Missouri, Missouri last week and the week before had their struggles against these nobody teams, but it is in Missouri. Missouri, and it's a mm-hmm. it's a very it, I'm not gonna say it's a very tough environment because it's pretty easy to win there, but um, it's SEC environment. Yeah, SEC. it's SEC environment, and like you said, 
uh, the coach from Missouri has he he um actually his recruiting class for next year is really good. Mm-hmm. I think he's got two five stars coming next year, but um no, I think Kansas State will win twenty seven to seventeen. I say I say maybe at halftime it will be like maybe 14-14, and then they'll both kick field goals third quarter, and then Kansas State will jump out ahead in the fourth quarter and barely win. But, no, I say 27-17. Okay. Right. I, I disagree with what Max said about Missouri's quarterback. I do not think he's going to cook. I don't think he's going to cook at all. <laughs> Touchdown? I think he's going to uh, uh, Nathan's hot dogs that taste like absolute crap. Who is Turpin? Um, Will Howard, the Kansas State quarterback, I really like him. His QBR is really good. Um, he has five touchdowns on the season. They put up 87 points in their first two games. And I, I completely disagree with what y'all said about Missouri's SEC environment. Missouri students, it, it, it's like, it's almost like Vanderbilt. The student section does not show out. They do not care. Don't be dissing on uh, don't They're waiting for basketball season when their basketball the championship in 20 years. Please, please. Okay, don't interrupt my pick. They don't lost the Wake Forest. Missouri's a poverty franchise. Kansas State's going to win this game by a lot. I got them winning by 14, two touchdowns. I, 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 Kansas did, State I Wildcats. can't believe – I actually think it's wild that you said poverty. I mean, they were, they were what, 8-4 and four last year? I mean – No. Max, they were, their fans five. do not show up. They were, there will be more Kansas State fans at that game than Missouri fans. They're 7-5 and five last year, and they made the military bowl. But they won, so 8-5, and 8-5. Hey, No, listen. Kansas State's going to win this game by a lot. Yeah, next pick, Max. Okay, I told you I was gonna try and mix it up. I felt like I feel like Missouri. I don't know. They could pull it out. But, but anyway, we'll move on to uh, our last college football pick, and this one has even more controversy than a lot of people thought uh, it was going to have going into it. But we got number eight Washington at Michigan State. No, um, the line right now is Washington minus sixteen and a half. Or, no, it actually just dropped to minus 16. That's kind of crazy. Uh, I guess they think Michigan State has more to play for after Mel Tucker got suspended. But uh, Washington by 16 is the is the line. And then the over-under is 58. Why does Washington uh, play at 4 o'clock now, all the time? But, yeah, it's 4 o'clock. 4 o'clock They, they played Peacock. at 4 o'clock last week. On freaking Peacock. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's kind of weird. But, um, like you said, Taylor, they are playing in East Lansing, a tough place to play. Um, their fans will show up. 52. I mean, even though they're eight and two with, or no, they're two and zero oh with uh wins against you know not great teams. But their fans will show up, and I think this game, I think Washington will win, but I don't believe in their defense just yet. I feel like I feel like their defense is better than it was last year, and like uh since the Jake Browning days, I feel like their offense is absolutely one of the best in college football, and so. I feel like Washington wins this game on the road. Michigan keeps it close first half. Um, could be like, you know, tied or, you know, Washington leading by a field goal at halftime. But then Washington pulls away in the second half. Uh, Michael Penix Jr. continues to do what he does. And I think Washington wins this game. Give me them uh, 37 to 37 to 21. Uh, I think it'll be like, you know, 14-17. Uh, at halftime, but then Michigan's or excuse me, Washington will pull away in the second half. So thirty-seven twenty-one. That means give me exactly on the over/under, but uh, yeah, and then exactly covering Washington. Um, thirty-seven twenty-one. Uh, no, I'm probably. I, I think with everything that's gone on with Michigan State, 
Uh, we see we saw it with Northwestern. Northwestern, like they they're gonna win. Like their whole staff got two games, fired. man. Yeah, but Michigan State with everything that's going on, I'd, and especially Washington being so good, I think Washington wins this game like forty nine. I'm taking the over. I'm saying forty nine to like fourteen. Hmm. I'm, Reese, you love them blowouts, man. Yeah, oh, yeah. love them. Like, <laughs> like. All right, everyone's talking about Michael Penix Jr., but blah, Michigan blah, State's blah. quarterback Noah Kim is actually really good. He has five touchdowns on the season so far. Um, I think Michigan State has a lot to play for. I think these fans are going to show out. I think the people of East, East Lansing are going to show out. But Michael Penix Jr., I mean, people talk about him for a reason. He's he's just too good. I think he's going to come second. He's definitely going to get invited to the Heisman finalist show for sure. At like, He could probably get hurt, and he would still get invited at this point. Um, I got Washington. I, I don't have them covering. I think they win by uh, 10. I think the final score will be um, 45 to 35, about that range. Mm. Um, yeah, give me the Washington Huskies. They continue this hot streak. And I believe Washington plays – who does Washington play next week? Uh, after the Michigan State game? Uh, California. Great game. No, they play Oregon uh, week six. I think they will go undefeated until that game. Uh, that will be a complete showdown. It's so give me the Washington, Washington Huskies. Go to East Lansing. They travel across the country, and they win a big one. Is that Washington? Yeah. I'm talking Are you about, talking about the Oregon at Washington game? Yeah. No, yeah. I'm talking about the Michigan State game. No, I'm talking about the Washington game. The yeah, Washington is going to East Lansing, Michigan. I know that. I'm talking about Washington and Oregon. Is that Washington? That's not what I'm talking about, Reese. I'm talking about the Michigan <laughs> State game, the one that we <laughs> that one that we're picking. Hey, if anybody's watching, tune into the Cowboys game where you get to watch the Giants fumble the ball for the fiftieth time. All right, Washington's winning by uh, ten. Let's move to the next one. NFL. This is going to be more interesting because the game's yeah. Really yeah, all the all the uh basically we agreed all we actually did agree on basically every pick besides the Kansas State Missouri one where I picked yeah, Missouri. Yeah, you pick Missouri like Missouri. Um, don't sleep on the Tigers. We'll see. We'll see on Saturday. But yeah, we'll see on Saturday yeah, for our first game on the field for the NFL for that this NFL week two. Uh, I think it's actually a pretty good slate. Whoa. Um, we got some good games. And I'm going to start off with Thursday Night Football like we did last week. Minnesota Vikings at Philadelphia Eagles. Um, the Vikings coming off a heartbreaking loss to the Buccaneers, which a lot surprised a lot of people. Uh, I, I personally, I thought the Vikings could have blown out that game because I don't think the Buccaneers are that good this year. Clearly, I was wrong. But uh, the line for this game is Eagles minus 7.5, and, and the over-under is 48.5. Now, Reese, you said, oh, this game could possibly be a good game. I don't think it's going to be a good game. I don't think it's going to be close. Uh, last year they played this game as well, and it was Vikings at Eagles, and the Eagles ended up winning like twenty-eight to three, like it was a blowout. And I think it'll be similar. It'll be a similar fashion. I know the Eagles played close against New England Patriots, but it's Week One. It's at Gillette Stadium. I thought that game could have been close. They also like so, memorize uh, or like memorialize Tom Brady at the P- Patriots game, so everyone was there. Exactly. So that game, that game was meant to be close, but I don't think this one will be. I think the Eagles at home. They win this game. Give me them uh, 28, 28 to 28 to 13, I'll say. Eagles win by. Um, Jalen Hurts is really good. He's legit. And, yeah, give me them 28 to 13. And so I'm getting them covering, and then they're gonna. it's going to be an under for me. Um, yeah, no, I think this game will actually be a close game. 
for a little bit, but then maybe the Eagles will pull away. But like, do, do y'all hear that? Like, y'all hear that? I hear uh, I hear the announcer saying Jalen Hurts, four hundred fifty-five passing yards, four touchdowns. Oh my god. That was the most cringy thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to I'm sorry. Was that what he threw for, like, this game or today? or what? No, he, he did terrible today. He did terrible today. He, okay, so you think he's going to get 455 think, pass yards think, next week? I definitely think he'll have a lot of passing yards against the Vikings because the Vikings' um, backfield was terrible against Hey, Max, you want to know something funny? Guess what, Taylor? What? The Cowboys just Who? brought in Cooper Rush instead of Trey Lance. God! That's, that's insane. <laughs> that's actually that's going to be so funny on Twitter. I'm not going to lie. I know everybody's gonna be like Trey Lance. All right, it's my pick. No, Vikings. no, no, no. Wait, yeah, no. Yet. So Reese, who do you who, who do you have winning? I have Eagles, uh, twenty-one to ten. Okay. All right, Taylor. All right, so I've been to Philadelphia. I've been to Philadelphia before. Not for everywhere. What the heck, city? You go to Philadelphia. They got Duke every Bonnet. corner. You see an Eagles jersey in a shop's window, or someone walking around in these this like decked out Eagles gear just on the street, looking like a maniac. Eagles fans are crazy. They're going to show up for the home opener. I think this game is close. I think Justin Jefferson and Alexander Madison are absolutely insane. I think they're amazing. And I think they keep this game close. But you've got to give me the Eagles. Jalen Hurts, I've always been a huge Jalen Hurts fan. Even the days at Alabama when he got benched for two and then went to Oklahoma, I was always rooting for him to be good. And he's legit. He's good. Uh, A.J. Brown's good. Um, DeAndre Swift, the little running back duo they got going on there is really good. And the Eagles' defense is one of the best in the NFL. I would say the best in the NFL right now. Even though they gave up points to Mac Brown, I still got the Eagles in this game. I think they win by twenty-one. I think I give me twenty-eight to seven. Mm. Okay, so yeah, all of us going Eagles there, rightly so. I mean, they were the Super Bowl runner-ups last year, and they could possibly win it this year. We'll see. But next, we got the Ravens going to the Bengals, uh, divisional matchup, and um. Right now, we saw the Bengals. They didn't perform too well. Not well at Draft all. Can. Let me not sugarcoat it. They lost 24-3 to against the Browns. And Joe Burrow sucked. Let's just put it like it is. It sucked. And uh, the Ravens, but they, the Ravens didn't look that good either. They won. But they won against the Texans, who have a rookie quarterback. And I don't think we'll win more than seven games this year. Um, so, uh, the line right now is Cincinnati minus three. And the over-under is 45 and a half. I think the Bengals actually bounce back. Uh, like like y- y'all were saying, you know, Burrow looked terrible this week, but they're they're probably still going to end up winning like 15, 14, or 13 games um, and winning, you know, the AFC, I think it's East. Um, but, North. You know, North. North, North. North. Sorry about that. North. AFC North. It's North. But, um, yeah. Yeah, Max. So the NFL expert, I yeah. I got it. But, uh, it's the North. Yeah, so give me the Bengals 24 to 13. Over hoo-day, hoo-day, hoo-day. the Ravens, uh, Lamar Jackson's—he just didn't look good. That's plain and simple as well. Um, and so I got the Bengals winning this one, uh, 24-13. Give me the Bengals covering and give me the under. Uh, no, I think I think this game will be close because it's a division of game. But I say the Bengals. I say the Bengals win 24-21 because I said this this game. The Bengals show us how good their defense actually is, and they get they get a few turnovers uh, forced, and uh, they'll end up kicking a game winning field goal and win twenty four to twenty one. Mm. Okay, I I got to keep it real. No, 
Lamar Jackson is a <laughs> running back. That mm-hmm. man cannot throw the ball worth a dang. Same for he Justin is Fields. not good at throwing. Mark Andrews is the only decent target that he has. He was they out. They suck this year. They barely beat the Texans with a rookie quarterback. They were completely awful. The Bengals bounced back once game big. I got the Bengals freaking 35-14. to 14. I think the Bengals went big and bounced back in their home opener. Hooray, 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 hooray. Let's go, Bengals. Jeez, go bro. I mean, I, I, feel like, I feel like, yeah, Lamar Jackson, he's like basically uh, the old school, or like bro. not old school, but like the older version of Justin Fields. They have and the a, same And problem. a Michael Vick. They just, they just can't throw the ball. I mean, it's just simple as that. Ain't no way and, Patrick uh, Mahomes yeah. has the most rushing yards for the Chiefs. What? Yes. Go look. Yeah. Go okay, look. Okay, well, well, that was we'll the most random thing you could have said. We'll talk about the Chiefs right now. The Chiefs go on the road against the Jags. Suck. Uh, they lost, you know, a heartbreaker, but also it seemed like a game they could have won if they had, you know, anybody that could, you know, catch the ball. Huh? But uh, Tony, the, they're zero and one, and then the Jags are one and zero coming off of a win today against the Colts. Who the Colts like? They look better. Uh, than I thought they would, but that's a whole different conversation. Uh, the Jags at home, the line is Casey still by three, and the over-under is 51. A lot of people think they're going to bounce back this game, but it's not even confirmed that Kelsey will be back for this game. Yep. Um, and even if he is, I don't think he'll – I think he'll be a little bit limited. And so – and the Chiefs don't have anybody else beside him. Like, it's true. Like, we saw it, we saw it on full display against the Lions – uh, they only have Kelsey. They don't have any receivers. And so I got the Jaguars, who I actually think are going to impress a lot of people. They're definitely going to win their division because there's nobody else playing in it. Uh, and I got the Jags winning this one at home, upsetting the Chiefs. Give me the Jags. Uh, twenty. Let's go 23. Uh, no, screw that. I'm going to say they score actually more. They're going to go 27, 27 to 21 over the Chiefs. Um, so give me the Jags with the upset. And give me the under, but just barely. There ain't no upset happening because Trevor Lawrence is going to throw a lot of touchdown passes. Lo- exactly. Kansas yeah. City, and even with – I think Travis Kelsey is going to come back, but even with him coming back, who else is going to catch the ball for the Chiefs? I say Jacksonville wins 35-14. to 14. Okay. Okay, I mean, hey, I'm not going to comment on it. Max. But it's going to happen. And when it right. happens. Hey, hey, I think the Jacksonville Jaguars will win. When it happens, I'm going to Jacksonville. In their next home game, I'm jumping on the field. <laughs> okay. All right, and then, uh, Taylor, who you got? He's going to say All right, this is where I split ways with y'all. No. Okay. Please. I think that I don't hey, remember. Don't get it wrong. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. Please don't. The Chiefs, them. I don't. They're the pro- Probably the last time they went 0-2 is forever ago. This team is good. I don't. I I know they didn't have a good performance, but like we said, week one is always rough. Like we saw it with the Bengals; they scored three points. Yeah, we saw it with uh, the Panthers; they they did awful. They All stuck. These teams, I, I feel like this Sunday was such a low-scoring NFL Sunday, and I think the Chiefs bounced back against the Jaguars, who barely beat the Colts. Like, if you barely beat the Colts with Anthony Richardson, who we literally talked about being overrated on this very podcast. <laughs> I think the Chiefs, even if Travis Kelsey doesn't come back, I think Isaiah Pacheco busts out. I think he has an amazing game. Jarek McKinnon. I think Sky Moore shows why he's wide receiver one this game, uh, especially with Kadarius Tony probably getting yeah. cut from the, from the game. He should uh, be. Mark West Bounty, Scantling will shot. 
And uh, the, I think the Chiefs' defense is better than people give credit. I think they're a really good defense. Nick Bolton is just, like, insane. Uh, I think the Chiefs bounce back, and they get their first win of the season. Give me them 24-17. to 17. I got the Chiefs. Mm, okay. I mean, we'll, we'll oh, see. I mean, Chris, oh, Chris, Chris Jones is yeah. still not going to be back. That's all I can say. You know, I don't Chris care. Jones the Chiefs win the thing. So, but uh, I got Jaguars and you got Chiefs. And now we got the Packers at the Falcons uh, as our next game. You know, both teams got a win in their first week, which, I mean, a win's a win. You know, once you get a win in the first week, Ooh. it just builds a lot of confidence for your team. Uh, Falcons beat the Panthers 24-14. No. The Packers beat the Bears at the Bears 38-20. to And I'm not going to lie, uh, Jordan Love, he looked he looked decent. He looked decent. I'm not going to lie. Um, and oh, yeah. the line right now is very close. This should be a close game, and Vegas thinks so as well. The line is Green Bay by one point. Oh, yeah. The over-under over is 41 and a half. So they think this is going to be an absolute slugfest. And you know what? I think so too. Because like you said, Taylor – and you had, you know, firsthand, like, accounts of this, is uh, the Falcons, they run they run the ball. Desmond Ritter isn't there yet as a second-year QB, it seems like. And so the Falcons will run the ball. The Packers will also run the ball with Aaron Jones. But I think uh, no, Jordan Aaron Jones Love, has Aaron Jones pulled his hamstring. Oh, well, then never mind. See, so that actually, that might switch my pick. Because I was about to say Jordan Love will throw the ball enough, but maybe the Falcons will be able to control the pace of the game. Uh, this is kind of a coin toss of the game, the coin toss of a game, and I'm actually gonna go with the Falcons now. Give me the Dirty Birds at home, upsetting the Packers. Uh, I think it's gonna be an ugly game. I don't think any of these teams will be major playoff contenders when it's all said and done. Falcons. But I think for right now, it'll be a tough, you know, a tough fought game between two one and zero teams. And I think the Falcons win this in Mercedes Benz. Give me them uh, 17, 17 to thirteen over the Packers. So. Way, way under the 41 and a half. And the Falcons obviously get the upset at home. Dirty Birds. I'm a Saints fan, but I'll go with the Falcons in this one. Um, I'm going to say I do like the Falcons secondary. They have, like, I would honestly say they might have, like, one of the best secondaries in the league, possibly. Yeah, A.J. Terrell's no joke. Yeah. And so uh, Jesse Bates. Jesse Bates is insane. Yeah, Jesse yeah. Bates is really good. Two interceptions today and a fumble recovery. That's really good. But, no, I do think. I do think it'd be like a high scoring game. Oh I, shoot. I say it's probably like maybe twenty twenty eight twenty one or twenty eight twenty four. I say Packers win because I say without Aaron Jones, if he doesn't play, I say that the Packers Jordan Love is able to find like targets to throw to. Especially I think Christian Watson's coming back next week after he didn't play this week, so he should be. If Christian Watson plays next week, then you have a good target with him. And I think that the Falcons DBs will still. I still think Jordan Love might throw like two or three picks next week, but still somehow win. Okay. All right. No. I'm going to talk about the Falcons offense. I do think this Packers defense is really good. Their run defense is not the best, but Drake London did absolutely nothing today against a really good Carolina secondary. And I mean, you look at the Packers, they have Jair Alexander who I would say is the best cornerback in the NFL. He's going to absolutely lock up Drake London. I think, like Max said, this will be a slugfest. I think both of these teams want to run the ball. Um, I think the Falcons, that's all they want to do. But Falcons defense, they have Calais Campbell, Grady Jarrett, Bud Dupree, Jesse Bates. 
They yeah, have way under defense. They have Jeff Okuda, who's actually coming back. AJ Terrell, like we said, they have a strong safety named Richie Grant, who was really good today against the Panthers. I got the Falcons winning this game, and I got them winning by 14. It's hard to go against the Falcons with that home crowd. The home crowd is going to be there. They're going to be rooting for the Dirty Birds. I love the Pack. The Packers fans are going to travel. They always do. But give me the Falcons by uh, 10 points. Um, Young Way Koo is the GOAT, by the way. <laughs> yeah. So Only Asian in uh, NFL, and he's, you know, the best kicker. New York Giants. Give me the Falcons. Uh, I'm never going to say go Falcons. but How do you lose me. to the Deuce Vaughn Dallas Cowboys? The Cowboys might be the best team in the NFL, but hey, enough said. No, don't no. don't get ahead of yourself. Don't do that. <laughs> we don't do that because we know what's going to happen. Like three. Reef, we're almost done, bro. Let's get to the last piece. Yeah, we got one. We got one more, but Cowboys are the best team in the NFL right now. Next, but we got 49ers at the Max Rams. Hot a divisional matchup uh, in SoFi Stadium in California. The Rams coming off a big win that a lot of people didn't expect would happen, or at least not in the fashion that it did. 30-13 to 13 in Seattle, which is one of the toughest places to play in the NFL. Uh, and then the 49ers also got a big win over the Steelers, whooping them. Brock Purdy looks legit. But, I mean, maybe the Rams are better than a lot of people thought they would be. But the San Francisco 49ers are a minus seven favorite. Now, Vegas does. I have noticed Vegas loves, you know, giving San Francisco these big odds in a lot of their games, even when they're bad. But they're good this year. And uh, the over-under is 42. I got the 49ers winning this one on the road. I think the Rams, though, I think they're actually – they are better. They showed it against Seattle. Their defense looks okay. And uh, so I think the 49ers, and especially Brock Purdy, while he looked good against the Steelers, he's still a young quarterback. And so I think that uh, the 49ers will win it on the road in SoFi Stadium. And I think the score will be – I think it will actually be a high-scoring game. So I got uh, 49ers 31 to 24 over the Rams. Uh, so give me that over and give me 49ers uh, going exactly on the spread. Uh, I'm going to say this is a very low-scoring game because both these teams have decent defenses. Or Well, actually, 49ers have a good defense. Yeah, really good defense. Defense. I'm going to say 49ers win 13 to 10. Mm. Wait, what? Yes. No. Okay. 49ers, okay, yeah. 49ers get a no. touchdown and then get two field goals. I'm not going to lie, 49ers defense is good, but they still allowed, like, more than 10 against the Steelers. So, seven, I think they're going to allow more than 10 against the Rams. Seven. They allowed seven. Seven? Yeah. Hey, hey, man. All right. Pick the Rams. I'd... Wait, Reese, you picked the Rams? No, he picked the Niners. 13 to 10. 49. All right. No, he, he won. Max was talking about the Cowboys being the best team in the NFL. I personally think the 49ers are the best team in the NFL. The Rams are not going to win this game. Their wide receiver one with Cooper Cup out is Van Jefferson. And their wide receiver three is some dude named Puka Nakua. Hey, um, he played good today. He played good today, though. Max, I don't care. I don't yeah, care. Back, so nobody... The only good player on the Rams is Aaron Donald. And that man cannot single-handedly carry his team to victory. Give me the 49ers. 56-10. to 10. Jesus Christ. Go Niners. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Is crazy. The 49ers are way too good. George Kittle, Christian McCaffrey, Trent Williams, Fred Warner, Nick Bosa, uh, Frick, 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 <laughs> Brendan Ayuk, Debo Samuel, uh, Ray Ray McLeod under the return. They're just way too good. The 49ers secondary is also really good. So just give me the 49ers 56 to 10. And yeah. Dang. Well, okay. 56 to 10 is wild. 
But I think that's going to do it for our show today. And uh, this is a great show, a lot of fun. And we look forward to continue doing the show in the future. Please uh, follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And that'll do it for today's show. And we hope to see y'all next time or hear y'all next time. And uh, that's going to be it for us. Peace. Peace. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of the Tiger Stand Podcast. New episodes dropping every Monday at 3.30 p.m. Central. Also be sure to check out our other podcast, Play Callers, where we interview a coach from Auburn High School football. Be sure to check out those episodes dropping every Tuesday at 3.30 p.m. Central on all platforms.